Good evening, Island Church, and welcome to our nightly uh, encouragement or teaching. It's uh, Monday night, uh, April the 13th, the day after Easter, and of course, thank God for Resurrection Sunday. Uh, we'll never forget this one because it was the one we were not able to gather together, but we still enjoyed a great presence of the Lord. A um, couple of things we're going to talk about here in the next few days that I believe will help you greatly in your faith not just in um, appropriating the Word of God in your life, but also understanding many of the other, what we would call uh, Christian voices or spiritual voices that are speaking, that are saying things today. Um, I know that uh, we've talked about here at Island Church, if you've come to the church for many years or several years, you've heard us mention other uh, ways that people believe, the Calvinistic beliefs, the uh, legalistic beliefs, all these types of beliefs that have come out. A lot of it have come out of just, you know, 400-year-old German theology, which doesn't line up with the Word of God. And we've always enforced and reinforced to you as believers a couple of things that I believe that helps us to stand uniquely uh, in a position uh, that puts the weight of what the gospel or the word of God says, not on a denomination or even a church, but on the individual uh, to receive the word of God, to walk in the light of it, uh, to apply it to their lives, to see the fruit of it. And uh, in doing that, that's how you grow spiritually. Uh, one thing that we've rehearsed here at Island Church many times over and over, we tell people this, don't believe anything just because we say it. Uh, research it in the Word of God. Now, let me emphasize that for just a moment. Don't research it on the Internet. Uh, don't research it, you know, going to other uh, denominations or movements that do not believe uh, the way we believe. Uh, research it in the Word of God. Get your information from the Word of God. Now, the reason we say that is so that every person will stand alone upon their own personal re revelation that they have that God gives them through the Word, by the Holy Ghost. It's actually lining up with the Scripture there in 1 Timothy where it says to study, to show yourself approved. Every person ought to study the Word of God on their own so that they believe what the Word of God says, not because the preacher says it, but because God says it. And when God says something to you in your spirit, impresses you with something in your spirit, you never lose it. it it's, it's, it's in you. It's stuck in you. Uh, the foundational truths that we believe, uh, you know, all, everything that we believe about Jesus, that he is God manifest in the flesh, he was born of a virgin, that he did live a sinless life, uh, that he showed us uh, the very nature of God himself, showing that God is a compassionate, loving, and kind God. Um, that he died upon the cross, uh, that he was the great substitute for humanity. Uh, he stood in our place in taking our punishment, in taking uh, our sin, uh, our iniquity, our sickness, our poverty. That he took those, he accumulated those upon the cross, then he died with those upon him, then he rose from the dead so that he might impart to us that same power that delivers, delivers us from uh, spiritual death, uh, delivers us from uh, uh, sickness, disease, poverty, lack all these different things. Now, to the dimension that you walk in that is going to be to the direct proportion of how you submit yourself to the Word of God. You know, it, it, it's a difficult thing for us as, quote, modern human beings upon the earth in 2020 
to go against the grain of what I call uh, the educational process that we go through, you know, the fundamental uh, foundational years of grades 1 through 12, then the upper education of college, and uh, all of those things, they, they create mindsets in people uh, that many times challenge the Word of God. I've always said this, I think it's something that you ought to apply to your own life. Don't ever allow your mind to challenge the Word of God. Uh, allow the Word of God to challenge your mind. Uh, we know the Bible says that the carnal mind is enmity against God. We are all in a process of renewing our mind with the Word of God, yielding to the spirit man on the inside, because we know that is the communication center of where God imparts His Word and speaks to us by His Spirit. And He can do so much in our lives if He can impart the revelation of the Word of God and the guidance and wisdom of the Holy Ghost for us to walk in it. I'm telling you, so much can happen in your life. Now, I'm going to read some scripture here that'll help you kind of understand the direction we're going in this. And uh, I think if you, you'll get this in your spirit and your heart, it's going to help you not only go through what we're going through right now as a people on the earth, but it'll also help you to solidify what you really believe. Now, here in uh, James chapter 4, I'm going to read it in the Amplified. Uh, there in chapter 4, I'm going to begin reading in verse 5. Now, listen to this in verse 5. It says, or do you suppose that the scripture is speaking to no purpose that says, the spirit whom he has called, caused to dwell in us yearns over us and he yearns or God yearns for the spirit to be welcomed with a jealous love. Now listen to that for a moment. The spirit that God has put in you, which is his Holy Spirit, in combination with your spirit, that's the new birth. You are a born-again Christian. The Spirit of God has come into your spirit and recreated. You are now a new creature in Christ Jesus based on that mighty resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ and Him being seated at the right hand of the Father. Now listen to what the Amplified says about that. Or do you suppose that the Scripture is speaking to no purpose that says, the Spirit whom He has caused to dwell in us yearns over us and he yearns for the Spirit to be welcome with a jealous love. What God is saying is, he wants you and I to welcome the interaction and operation of the Spirit he has placed in our spirit. He wants it to be welcome in us. And what I mean by being welcome is that he does not want us as, as his children resisting mentally, are resisting physically against what His Word says. To resist anything from the Word of God, either mentally or physically, is to resist that spirit that God has placed on the inside of you. And that resistance is not going to get you any results. You know, I can remember hearing great testimonies of people. Now, it was never a big deal to me because I was raised around people that did it. But I've always heard great testimonies about people who came into a church like Island Church. And when they saw people lift their hands and begin to worship God, it was very intimidating to them. And they were very, uh, you know, I, I heard one particular gentleman say, you know, that I, I, I told myself when I saw people doing that, that's the last thing I'll ever do. Well, that's his mindset and his religious uh, uh, upbringing resisting that which the Spirit of God was wanting him to do. The Spirit of God uh, was giving him an exposure to an experience that people were doing. Paul said, lifting up holy hands without wrath. Listen, it's all through the Word of God that people lift their hands and worship God. So when we begin to see 
see that and we resist that, well, I'll never raise my hand. I remember this individual talking about driving one time, going to work, and they thought, well, they'd just raise it a little bit. He said once they raised it a little bit, a liberty came to them. By the time they got to their job, had their hands up worshiping and praising God. Well, what happened was, is they yielded to the spirit that was on the inside that was taking the word of God and impressing them, obey this, obey this, obey this. Then the next verse says, uh, in verse 6, but he gives us more and more grace, power of the spirit, to meet the evil tendencies and all others fully. This is why he says God sets himself against the proud and haughty and gives grace continually to the lowly, to those who are humble enough to receive it. He's literally telling us here, the more you humble yourself, what is it to humble yourself? Say you have a religious mindset against uh, uh, receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Say you grew up in a denomination or a church that taught if you spoke in tongues, it was of the devil. Or that if you spoke in tongues, you had gotten captured by some cult or something. Where very plainly in the book of Acts five different times, it's either openly shown that people are baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, or it's referred to it. So all of a sudden, you're exposed to it. You see people doing it. It creates a curiosity. But that mindset in you continually wars with the spirit on the inside of you, telling you, well, that's not of God. That's not of God. When you begin to experience things around you, then it is of God. So literally, that's what the scripture is saying. He's saying, if you will just take a step toward yielding or submitting to what the word of God says about that doctrine, you're going to get grace. Grace is going to come into your life. Now you think about that same grace working in your finances, that same grace working in your health. You say, well, why aren't more people healed? Why don't, why don't more people? I was listening to a guy the other day who's really against healing. He just, and he's sick. He needs to be healed in his body. But he has built a ministry on criticizing divine healing, the word of faith, and he has this huge mindset that, bless his heart, uh, unless God does a miracle, he'll never get healed. Well, what is he doing? He's resisting the yearning of the Spirit of God on the inside of him that's not trying to get him healed, that's trying to reveal to him that he's already healed. Where he would just take a step toward submitting to the word of healing. And I'd say this to anybody that's doing so, well, how can I do that? Why don't you go through the scriptures and look up all the healing scriptures? Read about all the miracles that Jesus did. Then go over to Hebrews 13 and see where it says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And there's always this argument of you're taking Scripture out of setting. No, you're, there's a difference between taking Scripture out of setting and rightly dividing the word of truth. I heard somebody say one time, you can take the Bible and make it say anything you want to. I disagree with that. You cannot take the Bible and make it say anything you want to. You have to have the unction or the leadership of the Holy Ghost to make it say what it is currently saying. God is always speaking through His Word. He's always confirming it by His Spirit. And in so doing, we're receiving the benefit of it. Now, notice what it says in the next verse, which would be verse 7. This is a, a very familiar uh, portion of Scripture that we use many times. It says, So be subject to God, resist the devil, Stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. This all has to do with our authority that we were speaking about before all this took place. Listen, it takes authority in the spirit realm to overcome the demonic tendencies that are trying to torment our minds with thoughts of fear and pandemics and economic disaster and all these things that are happening. Listen, 
when you begin to submit yourself to God and you begin to speak against that in your mind, you begin to release the authority of God that belongs unto you and you're going to walk in the benefit of it. Listen, I've gone through this situation just as long as you have. I've had to deal with it on the level of a pastor, uh, doing my best to, uh, uh, to navigate it and also to continue to minister to you literally on a daily basis. I still have joy. I still have peace. I'm still enjoying life. I'm not in a panic of any kind. Listen, you say, well, it could get worse. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to have joy. I'm still going to have peace. I'm still going to serve God. I'm still going to submit myself to God. And in so doing, I'm finding new perimeters and new dimensions of joy and peace I've never experienced before. If you had asked me last year, Pastor Rusty, what would it be like if you would have to go uh, a month or two months without gathering together as a congregation? You'd have to come to your congregation over, the, over social media, over the, uh, over the website. I would have probably said, well, that'd be a bummer. I wouldn't want to do that. But listen, now we've gone through it for a while. We've maintained the word. We've spoke and released our authority. We're maintaining our joy. We're growing in righteousness and peace in the word of God. We're not moving backwards. We're moving forward. And because of that, that's vindicating the word. And when the word gets vindicated, the Bible says God watches over his word to perform it, that he, that he hastens to perform his word, and that's what you want the word to do. God bless you. We love you. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Don't forget to touch three in Jesus' name. Stay in contact with one another. Uh, uh, send text, letters, phone calls, those types of things. And if you can, touch a stranger and encourage them in the things of God. We love you, and we'll see you tomorrow evening. Thank you.